Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary and me, Ron Rains, where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. Do what's best for your kid and for yourself because if you can't take care of yourself, you're definitely not going to be able to take care of that kid and that's not fair. And I know that my daughter will be well taken care of with them. Don't have an abortion. Give this child a chance. All I could think about was needing to save my son. My name is Kelly Rourke-Scary. I am the executive director, president, and co-founder of Building Arizona Families Adoption Agency, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and creator of the You Before Me campaign. I have a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. I was adopted at the age of three days, born to a teen birth mother, raised in a closed adoption, and reunited with my birth mother in 2007. I have worked in the adoption field for over 15 years. And I'm Ron Raines. I've worked in radio since 1999. I was the co-host of two successful morning shows in Prescott, Arizona. Now I work for my wife, who's an adoption attorney, and I'm able to combine these two great passions and share them on this podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to rate and review us on whatever platform you use to listen to us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Look for AZ Adopt Podcast. This podcast is geared for all of our birth mother listeners or women who are considering becoming a birth mother or for women who have been previously a birth mother. Once you're a birth mother, you're always a birth mother. Absolutely. Um, And maybe... For those women who or men who are listening and they know somebody who's, you know, deciding they're on the fence, they're looking to see if maybe this is the right path or choice for them. So today we're going to be talking about really what it means to be a birth mother and what that looks like present, future, and long-term. When we have birth mothers that make that first phone call, And, you know, I still answer the birth mother line, you know, after all these years, because I want to make sure that I'm the person that they get to speak with. Um, I've been doing this for almost 17 years. I am an adoptee, so I'm part of the adoption triad. And I think it's really important to commend them on how brave they are. And they're making a choice that isn't as publicized as you know, some of the other choices out there. Of course, there's the three main ones, raising the child yourself, there's abortion, and then there's adoption. But you don't hear about adoption. So I feel like it's something that they need to seek out as opposed to something that's so readily available like abortion. So and they're not only brave, but they're, they're actually working hard to make that decision. You know, they're making more sacrifices than many women out there. And yeah, I commend them as well. I do too. And I think that's really important to understand and recognize. And that's why we're trying so hard in the adoption community to really spread the word that adoption is a very viable option. I've talked with so many women and men who have committed the program and they'll sit down with me and say, yeah, I didn't even know this existed, or I didn't even know how to begin an adoption plan. I didn't know where to go or who to talk to or the fact that it, you know, doesn't cost me anything to do this. And I, I never understood that I could get all this assistance and really at the same time to still be a part of the child's life with the understanding that I myself can't parent. And so I think that, you know, podcasts like these and organizations like Building Arizona Families, 
I think that we are able to to show society and people who are pregnant and either considering adoption or have an adoption plan or have place for adoption, really what this looks like, really what to expect. So when you make that first phone call and you come in and you, and you speak with me on the phone, you know, I'm going to ask you questions like, how far along are you? How did you hear about us? You know, tell me a little bit about your story. And sometimes people just want to text. They don't even want to talk. And that's totally fine. That's a really important thing to get out there that texting is okay because some people are worried that they're going to cry and they don't want to cry on the phone because they don't want to be looked at like, oh, well, she's really not sure about her adoption plan because she's crying and she's emotional. It's okay to be emotional. You know, motherhood, adoption, babies, children, it's all full of emotion. And so we do understand. And, you know, as you go through your adoption journey, we, we understand that it's highly emotional mm-hmm. and we're not judging you no. or your emotions. And our role is really one of support. And so when we're talking with you on the phone and I'm, you know, I'm gathering more information, um, we will offer a ride to our office. We do use Ubers or other methods of uh, transportation. We will help you get to our office. You don't have to worry. So many people are worried that they don't have enough gas money or they don't have a car. It's too hot to ride a bus. We understand it is too hot to ride a bus right now. And especially if you're pregnant. And so we will help you every step of the way. And that even means getting to our office to begin with. When we set up an appointment, usually it's for the next day. Sometimes it's the same day, depending on what time you call in. And we can start helping you that very same day. The day that you come in, is a day we can help you if you qualify for financial assistance. We can help you with housing so you can get off the street. We can help you with a cell phone so that we can contact you and you're not using a Wi-Fi only phone, which a lot of people who come to us have is a Wi-Fi only phone. And that's hard because you always have to find, you know, internet service to be able to, to communicate. As we've stated before on our podcast, we do have a maternity clothing closet, and we do have a food pantry right on site. So if you come to us and your stuff has been stolen or you just didn't bother to bring it with you because you didn't feel like you wanted to just, you just wanted to let that part of your life go. When you come into our office, you will be able to, you know, look for some clothing that's in your size. We have everything from shirts to shoes, everything. And so know that we do have items to help you right away. The other thing to to make note of is that we have food right there. It's non-perishable, but we have food as well. So you don't have to to worry about, well, I would go in tomorrow, but I don't have anything to eat and I'm going to be hungry and I have to find some new clothes. We've got it all taken care of. We want to help you get off the street if you're on the street. If you're not on the street and living expenses are not an issue for you, we still want to help you. We still want to help you uh, with your adoption plan. You know, some people who come to us are in dire straits and other people who come to us are not. And so that's another really important point to get across is birth mothers really come from all walks of life. You know, we had uh, this one woman who came to us a long time ago and she had, she was in her early twenties and she was uh, using some drugs and she told her mother that she was pregnant Mm -hmm. and her mother said, okay, I'll make you a doctor's appointment. And so she said, okay. And so she went to the doctor's appointment, not knowing that her mother had booked her an appointment at an abortion clinic. And so she didn't go in 
because that wasn't the route that she wanted to take. And she went home and argued with her mom and she tried to convince her that, you know, she, she was going to do an adoption at that point. She's like, I understand I can't parent. I understand. And her mother thought that abortion would be a better choice for her. And so because of that, like I said, she was in her early twenties. She called us and we were able to house her and, and let it be her choice rather than her mother's choice. So you may get some pushback from family members. Not everybody is going to agree with your choice, but not everybody would agree with your abortion choice or maybe your parenting choice. So understand that whatever road you choose, there may be some pushback, but we have a licensed adoption counselor that will help you through that. And, you know, can even do sessions and help you talk with your family and help you, you know, jump over those hurdles, whether they're emotional or even just financial. Like there's certain things that we can definitely help you with. Now, I'm curious about this story that you told here. Um, Did not the birth mother, but the birth mother's mother, did she ever kind of come around and start becoming supportive of this or did she? No, it it wasn't that she didn't want her daughter to place the baby for adoption. That wasn't the the issue. She just thought that that her daughter had done, you know, done drugs during her pregnancy and she Mm -hmm. felt that it would be in everybody's best interest if the baby was just terminated. And that's not um, what the birth mother believed. And so again, it wasn't anything against her adoption choice. She just didn't understand why she was proceeding with her pregnancy. And again, so that brings us back to earlier in the episode when you talked about the strength of these birth mothers, not only the strength to do what she did, but to avoid the pushback from her family and her mother. I'm very impressed. I was too. And again, this was, this was not a birth mother that was, you know, living on the streets Mm -hmm. in downtown Phoenix. I mean, this was a mom who was living in a very affluent society here in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing too, that, you know, as part of the adoption community and part of our nation, we need to understand is drugs cross all socioeconomic barriers. Just because you live in a fluent area or you're educated or you come from a wealthy family doesn't mean that you're not going to get hooked on a drug or, you know, become a chronic drug user. It doesn't mean that addiction isn't going to become part of your life story. Right. And so, you know, we encounter that as an adoption agency. And that's another thing, too, is birth mothers are very worried when they make that first initial phone call. And they say, you know what, I, I have been using something. I'm, I'm, I am a little addicted to this or I've used this. You know, will somebody still want to adopt my baby? And unequivocally, the answer is yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Your baby is valued and, you know, loved by an adoptive family who you haven't even picked yet. And so regardless of where you're coming from or what you've done or the way that you feel about yourself, you're worthy just as your baby is. And that's one of our goals at building Arizona families is to really make you see the value in you. And that's why we use our aftercare program after you've placed the baby for adoption, where we can continue to help you build your self-esteem, help you find and reach your own personal goals and make sure that you have the type of adoption and that it's carried out the way you want it to. So for those moms that are choosing open adoption, which the most of them do now, Mm -hmm. um, there are varying degrees of openness, but for those that are choosing open adoption, you know, we have computer stations in the DKE program 
and they can come and they can use them and they can print out pictures and they can email and it's it's amazing what can happen. And so I think it's important to know that when you are choosing an adoption agency or even choosing adoption, you know, as somebody who's pregnant and is facing an unplanned pregnancy, you want to make sure that you find the right fit for you, the right agency for you. And one thing that I I do pride our agency building Arizona families on is when you walk in, it's like a family. So many women have told us that, that when they leave and if they unfortunately have another unplanned pregnancy, they come back because they know that we are there with open arms and ready to help them during this pregnancy as well. And so I think it's really important to, to get the message out there that you don't have to worry about what you walk in wearing or how you're going to get to the appointment. You don't have to worry about being judged or being hungry. You don't have to worry about where you're going to sleep that night after you have your appointment. Those are all things that you can just put to rest and know that we are there to support you throughout your adoption journey. And we don't leave your side when it's over. We're still there and we'll be there through the Donna K. Evans Foundation. And we built that for a reason. Because we know that you're going to be experiencing a lot of emotions and we know that this isn't going to be easy and we're prepared for it. And we're going to help you prepare yourself all the way through your journey and afterwards. I think that there is a lot of concern um, regarding women who are pregnant and considering adoption about how they're going to be looked at by family members, as we spoke briefly about, and friends and even acquaintances. You know, some women have told me like, I don't know how to answer the grocery store lady when she starts asking me about the baby. And, you know, we've talked about this before where you don't owe anybody any answer. You don't, you are your own person and you have every right to say what you want to say. Mm -hmm. You can tell them anything. It doesn't matter. Say what makes you feel good. Right. Absolutely. And most of these people you'll never see again anyway. So like you said, it's kind of none of their business. I mean, when people intrude on your life, no matter what it's involving, just back off. It's not, you know. Right. One thing that I, you know, I think as you get older, and I hate to say that because then I'm dating myself, but <laughs> as you get older, you learn better how to say no. And when you're younger, saying no is hard. It is. So if somebody starts asking you questions and they're saying, can I ask you this or ask you that? You can say no. I'm giving you permission to say no. <laughs> You're not being so, rude. No, it's not. And, you know, if somebody comes up and they say, oh, is it a boy or a girl? Tell them what it is or don't tell them at all. You don't owe, if, if you're choosing adoption, that doesn't mean that you have to then tell everybody you're doing an adoption. Right. And if you really don't know how to say it, and I've told this to, to moms as long as I can remember, and you don't want to feel like you're being judged because you may or may not be. Tell them that you are a surrogate and tell them that uh, you are carrying the baby for somebody else because we as a society hold up surrogates so high. Oh, they're doing an amazing thing. Right. They're carrying a baby so somebody can be parents. Adoption is even better. I agree a thousand percent. Yeah. And so if we look at it like that and we can start to change the mentality of everybody and increase the education 
then maybe the questions will stop and maybe birth mothers will get the recognition and the heroism that they deserve. Mm -hmm. You know, when they walk in, I want to say, you know, you can check your cape at the door because they're all wearing it's, they're so brave to walk in and they really ask for so little. I think that, that it, it's so important to remember that, you know, when they come in and, you know, they're signing papers and they're, you know, working the program and proceeding in their adoption journey, when they leave the office, our office, and they go back to their hotel or their apartment or wherever they're living, they're still pregnant. They're still carrying the baby, still feeling the baby move. They still have the bonding yet, trying not to bond feelings and trying to understand and you know, they still have those moments at 3 a.m. where the demons in their head are telling them, you know, what are you doing? What do you, you know, what are you thinking? And, and it's really important to, to understand for those of us that are, you know, working directly with them, for those um, who are, you know, their support people and for birth mothers themselves to understand that we are there to help you. I always try to make sure that every birth mother has their own individual support person, whether it's a family member or a friend, so that in the middle of the night, you know, if, if they can't reach their caseworker for some reason, they can call on that person and just say, you know what, can you talk to me for five minutes? Cause I'm really struggling. And I think that's really, really important. So if you're pregnant and considering adoption, learn more about it, give us a call or text us, send an email, find out more and see if it's the right fit for you. Sometimes when you come in and you meet with somebody, you may or may not think, oh yeah, this is definitely the path for me. And if it is the path, then great. We're there to help you. Mm-hmm. And if you come in and you decide, you know what, I'm, I, this isn't really, I'm not feeling this. That's okay too. We'll still give you a ride back to wherever you came from. And we're still going to be there if you change your mind in the future. So I hope this episode brought clarity and I hope it brought a little bit of honor because we do honor you. And without you, there would be no adoptions. We have a pregnancy crisis hotline available 24-7 by phone or text at 623-695-4112, or you can reach us on our toll-free number at 1-800-340-9665. We can make an immediate appointment with you to get you to a safe place, provide food and clothing, and help you get started on creating an Arizona adoption plan, or just give you more information. Check out our blogs on our website at azpregnancyhelp.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by looking for AZ Adopt Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to rate and review us on whatever platform you use to listen to us. Birth Mother Matters and Adoption was written and produced by Kelly Rourke Scary and edited by me. Thanks go out to Grapes for letting us use their song, I Don't Know, as our theme song. Join us next time on Birth Mother Matters and Adoption. For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Rains, and we'll see you then.